reached the Entertainment Hotline, a chatter podcast. Listen as celebs dial in to chat with Anita Annabelle, chatter.com.au and Media Week's Head of Entertainment. Dial 1 for movie stars, dial 2 for streaming stars, dial 3 for TV stars, dial 4 for music stars, or press 0 to speak with the star of the show herself, Anita. Hi, I'm Khan Ong from SBS's Khan Ong's Wild Food. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Entertainment Hotline. I am your host, Anita. In today's episode, I chatted to the much-loved TV personality, Khan Ong. Now, I have to preface this chat by saying if you haven't watched his TikTok lives, you have to get on them straight away because they are brilliant. Khan is now bringing his passion for fusion cooking to SBS Food with a brand new series, Khan Ong's Wild Food. The 10-episode cooking series explores Australia's wild side, combining regional produce, adventure and a hint of glamour, and is premiering on SBS Food on Sunday, April 30, with new episodes airing weekly. Khan spoke to me about his new series, why he chose the most glam outfits while filming, and of course, we chatted about his TikTok videos. Khan Ong's Wild Food airs on Sundays on SBS Food and SBS On Demand from April 30. Here is Khan Ong. Hi, Khan. (laughs) How are we this chirpy at 9 o'clock in the morning is my question. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm a morning person usually, so I'm 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 up around like six thirty, and then I edit videos in bed, and then like at eight thirty, first video goes up, and then my day begins. I am obsessed, and I do want to talk about your videos slash your TikToks because I am <laughs> such a huge fan. I'm like so excited because you're literally in the kitchen where you record, and I'm yeah, like, <laughs> literally the stands there. Yeah, I can see it. Literally, you said like you got you jumped on this call, and I was like, oh my god, it's TikTok kitchen. <laughs> So I'm very, very excited. But let's talk about wild food because congratulations. I was so excited to see this pop up in my inbox because you need a show of your own. Oh, thank you. That's so sweet. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited. Um, when it came through on my end, as in like the um, production came through and we're like, hey, we're thinking of doing this. And I was like, that is the show that I've been wanting to do for like a million years. What do you mean? And it um, it actually came up right after Survivor. Um, well, my season of Survivor, and I was like, this is the best timing, it's going to air, and then it's going to be like, yes, this makes sense, because he was in Survivor, now he's cooking outdoors, and it's an adventure, oh, it was my favourite thing, I, I I just think that makes total sense, like, for the last five or six years, I've had all these other offers of TV shows that I didn't really think made sense to me, and I was holding out for something that I could pitch myself doing for the rest of my life, and I reckon this is it. I just got goosebumps. <laughs> you know so i this is a really weird thing to say but i don't like watching um like myself on tv like i'm I, I i'll keep doing the tiktoks and everything but i don't love watching myself on tv because i think i say that really i say really cringe things and like i react in really cringe ways um but i watched a couple of episodes of wild food yesterday and i sent my manager a message but hey this is good <laughs> This is actually really good. Um, I'm amazing. No, <laughs> no. The funniest thing was um, I, I'm going to give you a little bit of a, a teaser here because there's an episode. It's a little bit earlier on in the season where I'm out there and I'm happy and I'm cooking. But then as I cook, you can see the weather getting a lot worse. And by the end, I'm sitting in like. 
torrential rainfall, holding a glass of wine and cheersing someone, but you can see the wine level rising and it's not wine wine rising, it's the water that's raining into it. And I'm like, yeah, cheers. And then like having a sip, I'm like, I'm just drinking rainwater and wine. This is so funny. You are meant, you are so meant to be on television. Like it's, it's, it's almost ridiculous how much you're meant to be on television. I mean, even that story was so entertaining. It was so. <laughs> it was so dumb. And it was like, it, it, I was so annoyed by it because it was my, my favorite dish that I reckon I made um, during that uh, episode. And I was like, I remember having one bite of it and then just not being able to eat it because we just had to pack and get out of there. <laughs> but what happens with all the food then? Please tell oh, me they just pack it up and no, we just shove it. We just shovel it. But like I was like, I wanted to I wanted to react more on camera to it. And I was like, shut up. This dish is so good. And I'm just shoveling it down. And we can't even get this content. Oh, but it was so fun. <laughs> the magic of television, right? You can't even like stop rain. I love it. I don't know why you weren't under a cover, but anyway, that's a question it's, for SBS. It's, it's wild food. We're outdoors most of the time cooking over open fire. So I'm literally oh, on a cliff face cooking and it just starts to drizzle and I'm like, oh no, this is bad. That is actually so true. I can't even believe that I just was questioning why you were out in the wild, uh, Anita. <laughs> um, but one thing that I love is that you're combining the regional produce. Yes. I also have to just add this little caveat. It's I love this line. We got we get press releases for anyone listening and it goes, you combine regional produce, adventure and a hint of glamour. <laughs> Well, when we first did um, the pilot for it, I turned up and I was in leather pants because we were going to catch squid. And I was like, oh, I'm going to wear something that cleans really easily because, like, I don't want to get, like, the squid squid squirting its ink on me. And I walked out and I had my nails done and the producer was like, is this outfit for the boat? And I was like, yes. (laughs) It's like inappropriate but love it and so we just kept running with it i was all my outside i had a viewing with a girlfriend of mine and she was laughing the whole way through because she's looking at me like going foraging for pippies and stuff and she's like you're in tie-dye pants in the middle of like the water and um, they're rolled up and you're so excited about these ingredients because you know how ridiculous you look <laughs> um no you look glamorous and fabulous obviously <laughs> Yeah, but like, look, honestly, being out there and meeting all these amazing foragers, hunters, um, gatherers, and learning how to find ingredients slash hunt for them and uh, forage for them off the land was the best experience. I squeal so often at, at the amazing things that we find. Like sometimes we'll we'll head out, we'll be looking for something and I'll find a completely different ingredient. And that's the thing that like sets me off where I just go, holy F, like this is here. I can't believe this is here. And then it just becomes like the entire um the entire idea behind the dish i love that because i actually wondered in terms of like how you come up with recipes how do you do that and then you're faced with other ingredients then and you just kind of create these amazing dishes it's quite magical thank you um well the way that i work is like i I don't really pre-plan anything that i'm gonna make so we go out and like obviously i know that like oh i might be going to try and catch tuna or try to catch or um, we're going to go hunt down a wild boar but it's like we don't know if we're going to get the wild boar we don't know if we're going to find fish like i think there's an episode i watched yesterday where i just went fishing and didn't catch anything um 
<laughs> so I can't really plan my dishes. So what happens is when we are out there, we find ingredients and then I go, okay, what have I gotten today that I can kind of put together? Um, and for me, that's the exciting part. Like the fact that rest, um, ingredients are so versatile and you can put them in so many different dishes. It's just doing it. I mean, I can't just do it. I need a recipe. So what you can do is quite incredible i have to say but one thing that i wanted to say was the regional produce i mean yeah. that's that's such a great thing to highlight because we have so much but i actually am now thinking regional produce you're like you're talking like real like produce from the ground yeah like honestly we went to look for sea herbs one day and i found pippies like just like in the water they were just poking out i was like they pippies and they're literally like, yeah, they're pippies. I'm like, scrap everything. We're doing pippies. We're doing pippies. Um, yeah, like when we're talking regional produce, we're talking literally me going out trying to catch something or harvest something. So it's like sometimes we might get lucky and we might meet like a, a supplier who farms, um, you know, the oysters or whatever. But like uh, when I was in far North Queensland, we were banking on mud crab and I literally had to go and catch the mud crab using spears and learn off an Aboriginal elder on how to throw a spear properly. That is wild. Excuse me. <laughs> it's wild. I mean, what was the best experience that you had filming this show? Um, at the time, it was the worst experience, but um, now, love it. Um, I told everyone that if they want me to do something that I wasn't comfortable doing, don't tell me, just put me there on the day. And so... Um, they didn't tell me I was diving with sharks. So I, I, I turned up one day and they're like, okay, so you're jumping on this boat, we're going shark diving. And I was like, excuse me? Um, and I was petrified the entire time. There, there, there's uh, parts in the show where um, I'm speaking to a producer and you can tell that I'm either pissing my, like I'm so, I'm shitting myself or I'm pissed off. And the shark moment is both. Like I'm literally like staring at people and like they're asking me questions. I'm like, I can't talk to you right now. Like I'm really scared. Like this is not okay. Um, but then we end up jumping into the water and it is so pristine and the, the animals look incredible and there's all these fish swimming around and it was one of the best experiences of my life. And so, and absolutely you know, those are the best moments, right? Face the fear and do it anyway mm -hmm. and not know that you're about to do it as well. Mm -hmm. I think I'm a celebs calling your name, to be honest. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know. I feel like, um, I feel like that show is amazing and I would definitely do it, but I don't think timing's right right now. Like I'm, I really want to concentrate on wild food and make it like something that I can continue for a long time. Cause I oh, see yeah. like for the next couple of years, we'll do Australia, but I really want to take this internationally and kind of like see what the rest of the world has to offer. That sounds so cool. And yeah. you've got, because you've got such an insanely complex heritage i mean that and, and would you go to vietnam and go there first yeah um i think for me i've i've been really wanting to explore northern india um that's something that really interests me because i don't think a lot of um film crews go there we when we think of indian cooking or indian india as uh, a country we don't really think like mountain terrain as in like secluded we think like big bustling cities or like um Goa and like the beautiful like coastline but I just want to go like I think if I could choose anywhere to go for next season that would be where I would be going because I want the complete opposite of Australia which is like the oceans blue fishing I want to go mountain so um, I would love to go to Vietnam but I think if I could do an international season now it would be India 
No, well, we're just obviously going to do that one, then Vietnam, then, you know, it's going to go on and on and on and on, which is exactly I, what I, you got to manifest. So this this show is all about, like, ingredients, um, foraging and wild cooking. I want to do an, another show where I just go and eat. <laughs> um, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun? Like, you probably watch the content of Matt and I in Vietnam, like, eating our way through Vietnam. I'm like, I just want to do that, but I'll put on TV. Yeah. But that's people love that because you're actually also the thing that's great about you is that because you are so energetic and so you've got this amazing personality, which then we're watching you eat. It's your reactions are so visceral, like your body's moving, your face is moving, you're making noises. And I think that's what kind of gets people. And that's why (laughs) you're so popular. And thank you. Of course. And in terms of this kind of love of cooking, and I know you've probably spoken about this so many times, but this love of cooking, how has it evolved for you? Um, so I've always loved cooking. Um, I didn't realize how much I loved cooking until MasterChef, like my friends did, because I was hosting like weekly dinners and I'll have them themed where it's like, okay, today we're doing all Japanese. Um, and then when on MasterChef came off and realized like, wow, this actually makes me super happy. Um, kind of realized that I'm a feeder as well, that like that's my love language, that I just want to like cook for people. And then like, then I do this thing where I always deep dive into like my own like intrusive thoughts. Um, and so I was like, okay, wh- why does this make me happy? And I think it all stems back to um, like my parents were really, really busy all the time because we, we, we were refugees. They worked really hard. So like their hours weren't really a nine to five situation. They, they, they started their own business. So it was like a six to 7 PM situation. Um, so the most of the time that we would spend together would be in the kitchen. Um, when I'm sitting on the bench as like a nine year old picking herbs or whatever for mum. So I think there's this sense of comfort in uh, cooking for me. And that's, I think where my love of cooking then comes from. And I've just kind of built on that being like, okay, well, it makes me happy. Other people probably have a really lovely associations with food as well. Let's make people happy. And so that's where the, that all grew. And speaking of, so it's interesting about you saying before as well that you're a feeder is because my yeah. favourite TikTok videos are of you making lunch for your flatmate. Yeah, I am. Um, so Mickey and I, uh, we, we, we've been friends since high school, but when we moved in together, I realized I was like, oh, what do you, you eat at lunch? And he goes, oh, I would like KFC, which is delicious. Amazing. Love KFC. Wiki Wings, best thing ever. But I was like, you can't eat that every day. Like, you can't be having like fast food every single day. So I started making his lunch boxes because we were going to Greece and we, uh, we wanted to be fit and like, yeah, healthy, glowing in Greece. And then it just kind of blew up. So I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> it's. My, I love watching your TikTok lives. I love TikTok is such a great medium for you, I feel. I oh. can't I can't believe you just said that you like watching the TikTok lives because like no. I, I I think that the TikTok lives that I do are so chaotic. Um because That's they're why we love them. <laughs> Half the time I'm not even doing anything. I'm just like, stop typing. I can't read fast enough. Let me chop. You know what my favorite thing about your TikTok lives are is when you have messages on the board. Mickey's still not my boyfriend or like we're not dating yeah. or no, I'm not yeah. dating anyone or like those yeah. kind of messages that you put on the board actually crack me up because I'm like, you just must get asked these questions all the time. So you're never, like, it never ends, right? And so that's what yeah. I, I think is kind of, but it's also so relatable. Like chaos in the kitchen, most people are chaotic in the kitchen. 
Yeah, well, it's a, I think it's your comfort place as well. I think the kitchen's like the heart of your home. So it's like where you're the most comfortable. So that's why I was like, come into my kitchen. And then when people say like things that I don't like, I'm like, get out of my kitchen. <laughs> you can literally say, get out of my kitchen. Too many like, cooks. Mute. Yeah. <laughs> One thing that I actually love as well about those TikToks is that <laughs> when you cook hangover food, I mean, everyone else's hangover food is literally getting a burger or getting bacon and eggs. You create the most amazing dishes and I just sit there going, firstly, if I was that hungover, I wouldn't <laughs> be being so magical in the kitchen. But you, like for you, it's just so second nature to just throw ingredients that you have in the kitchen and turn it into a masterpiece. Thank you. Um, so for me, I get really guilty when I'm hungover. I, I, I hate wasting time. Um, everyone says like, you're an alcoholic. I'm like, bitch, I literally get drunk like once or tw- like once a week or every second week. And you only see this content. So you think I'm drunk all the time. I'm not. Um, I don't like wasting time. So like if I'm hungover and I'm like today, I don't want to waste my time. I'm just going to do something that I find easy, but I feel like I've accomplished something. So I'll spend like, like me and I would text and I'll be like, Hey, go get these ingredients. If I don't have something. And then for the next two hours, or just be like hanging out, like either shopping or then cooking. Cause I feel like I've achieved something that day. Like, and there's like a recipe that came out of it and then I can go and chill out. I love that you said there's a recipe that comes out of it because you said before that you don't plan things. So you're just throwing these ingredients in that you're like, Oh, I'm going to put this stuff together. Then does that become a recipe that you'll use or you'll show other people later on? Yeah, so that that was the whole idea behind the hangover videos. Is that like I'm like, well, I've got like I'm a content content creator. I make I write recipes. If I'm hungover, there's going to be other people that are going to want to eat this because people want to eat stuff like that when they're hungover. So that's why like let's make hangover recipes, like recipes that everyone would want to eat when they're feeling like shit. Yeah, and usually they're not actually that complicated. It's like it's it looks complicated because there's multiple things happening at the same time but it's actually usually quite simple things that anyone can do but that's how i like to cook like i don't want to cook something that no one else can make that's why like you never see like really long recipes on my tiktok it's always like a this is a half an hour thing that makes so much sense yeah because people are time poor and slash especially if they've they've had a few drinks you know people are very time poor mm-hmm. because who wants to make something complicated but it is it's really it's a really clever way of cooking um, and as somebody who is chaotic in the kitchen, but is really trying to learn patience in the kitchen, yeah. I think what you do is actually quite good because you do it fast. And if you don't have patience, yeah. it's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Look, with the, with the whole being chaotic in the kitchen thing, I, when people used to say, like when chefs used to tell me, oh, it's all about prep. I'm like, what do you mean? It's actually all about prep. Like now, now I'm like, oh my God, I understand. Like instead of chopping chili five times for five different dishes, all about your prep ingredients. I kind of, I've worked out where I'm going and what, what, what my steps are. So I know how to prep things. So while something is cooking, something else can be happening. Yeah. And once you start thinking like that, instead of just looking at a recipe from top to bottom, if you can look at like where the processes are, it makes your life a lot easier and it becomes more enjoyable because it becomes like this little game where it's like, how much can I fit in while things are happening? And then by the end of it, you've got a gorgeous meal that didn't take you an hour and a half instead of it took you half an hour because you're like multitasking. I love that. Back to wild food. So in terms of the recipes that were cooked, so you said we're going to do, you know, you found these amazing pippies. So when you were using those, is that, did you have that, license that creative license to go this is what i'm going to cook 
So this was yeah. really all, it literally just ran on what Khan's doing today. Yes, but also it's like backfired massively and it is doing my head in because today I got, like yesterday I got a phone call being like, um, can you send through recipes for the first five episodes? And I was like, I don't freaking know what I did in the first five episodes. I had to watch everything and go two tablespoons of chopped shallots like <laughs> because like we were cooking on the flies so i was just grabbing things and then now i have to write the actual recipes out you oh. know why do you know it's so funny master particularly when master chef is on and i'm sure this is going to be the same thing with wild food as a journalist i know what people search yeah. for the biggest thing that they search for when a cooking show is on is what the recipe is yeah I know, but I'm just always like, I'm like when that came through, I was like, I'm going to Spain tomorrow. I'm going to have to do this on the plane. Like, oh. what are you doing in Spain? Oh, I'm there for a job. I'm there for, um, I'm, I'm there to watch the football for a job. <laughs> oh my God. It's such a tough life. Barcelona, please tell me. I'm going to Barcelona for three nights to see some friends, but then I fly into uh, Sevilla and then Cadiz to watch a Cadiz slash Man United game. No, uh, Cadiz play uh, Real Madrid, Real Madrid game. Real Madrid, yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking my language, I am Spanish. Barcelona is one of my favorite oh, you- in the entire world. Yeah. I'm so excited to eat. I'm literally yes. so excited oh. to eat. Like, Can uh, you do me babe, a favor? Yeah. Make sure you have Sobrasada. Have you had Sobrasada before? Oh, my gosh. When you have Sobrasada, ask for it with a little bit of honey or something like quite, quite sweet to have with it. Oh, my gosh. It'll change your life. Jamon, okay. queso manchego, obviously all the, the usuals. Um, tortilla, like you have to – You, I love – he's writing it down, everybody, on his phone. I do The food of the Spanish peoples, yeah, we know how to do food. We know how to do food. Can I tell you? So I – I have a I have a, an extra day in Madrid, and um, we were like, "Oh, do you want to like stay in Barcelona with your friends? What do you want to do?" I was like, "I booked a food tour in Madrid." <laughs> I literally was like, "I'm just gonna go on a food tour by myself." <laughs> but you have to because the right? food is so to die for. Like, and and then I'm assuming every time you get to go to travel to just watch a football game for work, um, but every time you get to go to travel, this obviously gives you more and more inspo to cook in very different ways, right? Yeah, because I'm I'm constantly learning, and that's what I really love about adventure food and travel. It's like, um, I'm I'm never going to be the expert in every single cuisine. It's not going to happen. Like, it's just not possible. I'm not going to know everything about food. And when I go away or I get to experience new cultures, I get to learn about not even the ingredients and the produce, but like techniques. And then I can bring it back and incorporate either a new technique to the way I cook or a new ingredient that I've never used before. Like, that's what makes me super excited. Yeah. And I think what I do love, though, about wild food is that you are featuring Australian though, and yes. but also putting that fusion. The fusion is what makes Australians so amazing is that mm. cultural fusion. And I think you do that so, so, so well. And that's obviously an important thing for you is to kind of fuse what we have here yeah. and then create it into something else from yes. somewhere else. 100%. Like that's my whole vibe. Like I, I, I like to know about our ingredients, but it's like, oh, Okay, I know how to use this now. Let me just show you how we would cook that ingredient if we were in Vietnam. So, um, 
for example, I learned how to use abalone, the Australian way, and then I changed it completely. And I was like, okay, so this is what we're having. It's a really traditional um, Chinese dish that where we would get a Chinese restaurant. So it's like asparagus and mushrooms and nuts in it. Like, it's just really fun to be able to play and like learn from people and then to share with them my experiences as well. Do you know, I grew up, um, my mum's family is Spanish, born in the Philippines. Yeah. And Australian. So we actually grew up with that fusion. So Mm -hmm. I grew up with quite an Asian flair from the Filipino side, the Spanish, very European food, and then the Aussie, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I think how important is that? And for you, who has a Vietnamese heritage and has come to Australia, it must be so important for you to be able to kind of cook that cuisine. Yeah, um, Vietnamese food especially, I've grown more and more in love with in the last six or seven years. Like I've always like enjoyed eating it, but now I'm really like happy to share recipes that are not your norm. Like something that I used to think was a little bit weird. Like, like we have, we have broths every night in it. Like when I was living with mum, like it would be a bowl of bone broth with some sort of vegetables in it. Um, and that's the stuff that now reminds me of home. And I've been sharing a little bit more, more of that on my TikTok and on my Instagram because I'm like, well, this is how we actually eat at home. So I don't understand why this doesn't get shown when, yeah, cool. It's just, it's, it's pork bones with like bitter melon and like some kind of amaranth. But I'm like, this shit's yum. Of course it's yum. I think like Australian taste buds, like it's so bland, but then this is why it's yum because you, you're bringing in things that you wouldn't necessarily have at home, you know, yeah, that I think, you wouldn't eat. I th- I think we're actually really fortunate to live in Australia because, yeah, uh, like like Australian cuisine itself might not be like packed full of herbs and spices, but I feel like the, um, Australians in general, I feel are really accepting of new flavors, new cuisines, and they're quite experimental. So like if I, like I have friends, um, I had like a group of like 10 friends over the other day and I was like, guys, I know that you usually I cook like 10 dishes and they're all like really fancy. We're not doing that. We're doing a bone broth noodle thing. There's going to be liver in it. There's going to be prawns in it and like, like um, salted ca- like cabbage and stuff in it. And everyone was super happy. And I was like, see, this is what I love. Because it's comfort food. It's comfort mm. food and it's beautiful. Unfortunately, we have to wrap this up, which I'm so devastated about. I know. I wish we could have had so much more time. This, um, this has actually been so fun. Like this has been oh. one of my most interviews so far because it's just been like, it's just been ranting. <laughs> I love it when you ran. You can do it. You can say anything on this podcast, to be honest. <laughs> um, thank you so much for, for coming on here. I'm like, I just, it's, it's, it's just been such a treat. And I, one day I'm definitely going to have to have you cook for me. Sorry. No, no I debate anytime. Like literally people think that I'm lying when I say that. I'm like, if you're in Melbourne and you come over uh, to Melbourne, I'm like, yeah, I'll cook for you. It's fine. Like, that's right, my favorite thing. To- I'll definitely let you know. Thanks so much. All right. Thank you. Bye, honey. Thanks for calling the Entertainment Hotline with Anita Annabelle. You can find us on Instagram at the Entertainment underscore Hotline Pod or visit us at chatter.com.au. The Entertainment Hotline with Anita Annabelle is a proud Chatter podcast.